Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our uh, text for this morning is the Old Testament lesson that you heard read before from 1 Samuel chapter 3. Dear friends, are you listening? How many times maybe has an exasperated member of your family or a friend said that to you as you were inattentive to their conversation? I have a feeling that it's wives that say that most often to their husbands. Are you listening? You're distracted by something else or too busy listening to something less important so that you miss what they are saying. Many times we are not listening when we should be. Have you ever considered that God might be asking the same question of each of us? Are you listening? That is our theme for this day. As we consider that question on the basis of the probably very familiar story of the boy Samuel in the Old Testament lesson for today. It is our prayer that the Lord's word would instruct and enlighten us. The opening verses and words of the Old Testament lesson set the scene. Now the young man Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no frequent vision. At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his own place. The lamp of God that had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. The setting is in the days just before the king's of Israel. It was really a spiritually dark time. Eli, the high priest, was aging, and his sons were immoral and dishonest and hardly respectable servants for the Lord's house. But the Lord had provided a new young servant in the person of Samuel the son of Elkanah and Hannah, his pious mother, who had presented him to the Lord after her persistent and constant prayer for a son had been answered. Samuel had served in the Lord's house at Shiloh, where the Ark of the Covenant had found a semi-permanent home during the days of the Judges. He was an able assistant to Eli and was faithful in his duties. And things were pretty normal from day to day until that night as he slept near the ark of the Lord as the hours moved toward morning. For it says the lamp which was lit in the evening had not yet gone out. And then it happened. Samuel. He most assuredly heard the voice. 
It could only be one person calling. And accustomed as he was to helping Eli, he got up and ran to Eli's side. Here I am, for you called me. But Eli tells him, I did not call my son. Lie down again. And then it happened again. Samuel. And then the third time. Samuel. Each time Samuel went to Eli. And finally the old priest realized it was the Lord who was calling Samuel. And so he said, Go, lie down. And if he calls you, you say, Speak, Lord, for your servants hears. And just as before, the Lord called again, Samuel, Samuel. But the text also points out that this time, the Lord came and stood there. It was not just a voice. And this time the boy was ready. And he answers, Speak, for your servant hears. He was listening. In the verses that follow this lesson, the Lord speaks a word of judgment about Eli's family to Samuel. And in the morning... The boy is at first reluctant, but finally he does tell Eli what the Lord had said. It was the beginning of Samuel's service as the prophet and as a judge of Israel. He would anoint both Saul and David as the first two kings of Israel. He would faithfully serve the people of God. As the closing verse of this chapter of 1 Samuel says, And Samuel's word came to all Israel. Now as we might say in good Lutheran fashion, what does this mean? Does it mean that we should all go home tonight, wait for the Lord to call us by name, to wait for a vision? No, for as the Christmas season just passed and the epiphany season into which we have entered reminds us God's revelation has now centered in Jesus Christ. As the opening verses of the epistle to the Hebrews says, In many and various ways God spoke to his people of old through the prophets, but now in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son. God has spoken to us in the word of his Son. He speaks to us still in the revealed word of the Holy Scripture. He speaks to all the world in that word as well. And it is in that connection that the question must be asked, are you listening? Is anybody listening? We live in a wonderful time, in a way. 
There are more copies of the Bible in print today than in all other times put together. The Bible is available on the internet, on computer, mobile devices, in myriad ways. You can have someone read to you the entire text of the Bible if you would like to take the time to listen. It is available in all the major languages of the world and in hundreds of the smaller languages of the world. The words of God are read and preached and proclaimed on radio and television. But are we listening? Really listening? In the epistle lesson for this morning, the Apostle Paul speaks of the horrible effects of sexual immorality on individuals. He writes, you are not your own. You are bought with a price. Your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit. These are words to be heeded in a society where sexual permissiveness and immorality are almost the norm. They need to be heard in a time when unmarried mothers are having the majority of births in many places. They need to be heard in a world where the individualistic pursuit of pleasure has gravely diminished the blessed estate of marriage. And they probably still most assuredly need to be heard when abortion continues to be promoted by so many as a right, as almost one of the greatest rights that there is when it is one of the most horrific sins that can happen. In so many ways, the world and ourselves as part of that world fail to heed the will of God in our lives. The sinful nature wants to plug our ears so that we cannot hear the words of God at all most especially the word of his law and the call to be holy. As the Lord said in the book of Leviticus, you shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. But God speaks someone else, something else as well that we need to hear. God speaks his love. God calls us to be his own. God speaks our name just as he spoke Samuel's name. He does it in our baptism. He calls us to be his own. In the gospel for today, Philip tells Nathanael that they have found the Messiah. We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets write. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Well, at first, expressing great skepticism that anything good could come from Nazareth, after hearing Jesus speak, Nathaniel is amazed at the knowledge of Jesus, and he confesses that he is the Son of God and the King of Israel. And he and the rest of the disciples follow Jesus. The Lord calls us as well through his word to follow him. 
He calls us as the servant of God who went through death for us. He calls us as our Savior who has redeemed us from sin, from death, and from the power of the devil. By his power, God raised him, the Lord, from the dead, and he will raise us also, as St. Paul writes in the epistle for today. And that is our joy and our hope. When we are listening, we should hear those words from our Lord as well. And how do we hear? We hear when we take his words to heart. When we read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, as the old collect of the words says so well. Above all, we listen when we gather in worship with our fellow believers, when we are fed and strengthened in his word and in the holy sacrament of his body and blood. We listen when we join in praise and worship to our God. We may spend a lot of time talking about those who do not worship regularly. And it is true that they need to be invited and encouraged. But let us on this day give thanks for the faithful who listen to the voice of the Lord. The Lord has called us by the gospel. He invites us to follow him. We are his own. As much as the boy Samuel discovered on that night a little over 3,000 years ago. The Lord knows our name. And we can only say, Speak, Lord, your servant hears. And so we can pray. Oh, what blessing to be near you and to listen to your voice. Let me ever love and hear you. Let your word be now my choice. Many hardened sinners, Lord, flee at terror at your word. But to me who knows my burden, show me now your word of pardon. Lord, your words are waters living when my thirsting spirit pleads. Lord, your words are bread life-giving, on your words my spirit feeds. Lord, your words will be my light, 